Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! Hey, my name is Bex and welcome to Bookworms. This is the podcast from Fun Kids where we tell you about the biggest books in the world right now. On the way, I'll be letting you know about some amazing new stories just released. I'll be reading you the intro to one of them and we've got some goss about what's going on in the world of books as well. But first, Dan caught up recently with Paul Cross. They were chatting about all things gross to do with your body because he's got a brand new book out called Bodies, Brains and Bogies. It's out right now. Let's find out a little bit more. We're taking a look in your head, inside your body and up your nose too. (laughs) Talking about a brilliant brand new book. It's called Bodies, Brains and Bogies. It's by Paul Ian Cross, a fantastic scientist who joins us now. Paul, thank you for being there. Thank you so much for inviting me on. How did you start researching this the body and the brains and all the bogeys there's a lot going on how did you know the first place to look i work in clinical research so i i basically develop medicines for for different diseases and so i already had an, had an interest in science and then i was just re- i read an article about how evolute how we evolved and actually the reason our bodies work the way they do today is due to millions of years of evolution and it kind of got me fascinated so i started doing research about it looking at how we've evolved over all these millions of years. And then, yeah, that's where the book came from. It started to happen. So looking at evolution, uh, just to take you back in time a little bit with all you know, when did the humans that we are today, when did we first start being in this form? When did we first start being straight up, standing straight, walking, running with bodies, brains and bogies? Yeah, so our ancestors are around three or four million years old. And then that's kind of where we started to develop cognition. So thinking and how to use tools and so forth. The earliest tools from about two or three million years ago. But I say humans that we are now, um, as in Homo sapiens, probably about 100,000 years. But humans as we know have only been here 100,000 years or so. Man, that's pretty mind-blowing, Paul. Absolutely. It's not actually that very long, is it, on the, on the evolutionary scale? Thinking about dinosaurs who were around 65 million years ago. So, yeah, we're not, we've not been around for long, really. And you must have learned so much for the book. With everything that you discovered, with millions of years of evolution, how did you know what to pick and include in the book that we can read? That's such a good question. Actually, I really struggled with that. I kind of, there's so many facts to put in. I wanted to put it all in. And actually, it's just not possible to put everything in. So you have to be really kind of careful about you know, cutting it down to make sure you can actually fit it into the book. So I just kind of made sure that I had a, a narrative, so a kind of story behind it explaining where we came from, why we got to where we are. And the first few chapters are really about how we evolved to be what we are now. And the rest of the book was about literally how we are now. So our brains, our digestive system, our nervous system, all those kind of things. Now, through the book, there are quite a lot of little puzzles, little bits of trivia that we can pick up on. So I wonder how well you remember your story. Uh, What makes your heart make a noise? It's the um, uh, blood moving through the um, through the heart, so through the valves. It's like a lud a lud dud sound. Yeah. What part of your body is hard as a rock? 
that's your skeleton and your skull. That's amazing, isn't it? Also, uh, how many times does our heart beat a day, roughly? Oh, goodness. I can't remember that one. Good one. <laughs> a lot. It's around 100,000 times a day. I should have known that number. It's the same number as the years we've been around. There you go. Which, which is the amazing symmetry when we're here talking about this, isn't it? Um, tell me about bogeys then. The, the book is Bodies, Brains and Bogeys. I know very little about them. What actually is a bogey and why are we so fascinated by them? So this is the really fun part of this book is obviously the, the body is so fascinating, but there's also quite some gross elements to it. Our bodies can be quite gross, thinking about poo, thinking about bogeys and pus. So bogeys are basically forms in the nose um, to basically block microorganisms, so bacteria, viruses, fungi, from getting into our nasal passages. So it's basically um, mucus. Our bodies secrete this. I know to secrete the mucus from the cells to basically block those microorganisms from getting inside our nose. Why does the form of a, a bogey change over time? Sometimes you might pull out like quite a slimy, slippery thing. Other times you, you might pull out like a big round glob of brown, green and hair. What's going on? That's a good question. It's all about the, the levels of moisture, the levels of water in the mucus. So when you secrete mucus, it's obviously got high, high, high amounts of water in it. So it's going to be sloppy and slimy. Um, with time, maybe within a few hours or a, few, or a day, it starts to dry out and that becomes crumbly. So that's why it kind of changes the consistency of bogeys. And is there any harm in us eating them? There is actually. Doctors don't recommend eating your bogeys. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, just, we'll stay with grossness because this body is full of grossness. Why do we fart? That is actually due to, again, due to microorganisms in our guts. So when we eat food and the food is broken down, the bacteria in our gut and um, release gases. And so we have to get rid of that gas and that's how we fart. And, and sometimes they're, they're quite loud and other times they're silent but violent. What, what makes the... Uh, what makes, what, why does some fart smell different than others? And why can some person's fart be just awful and yours uh, maybe like a pleasant perfume? It's, just, it's all going to depend on what they've eaten and also what's, what their kind of microbiome is. That's, the, that's a word for the kind of different types of cells in the uh, microorganisms in the gut. So different types of bacteria. As the bacteria release gases, the, the gases are going to be different depending on how they're broken down and how many there are. And so everybody's microbiome is different. We're going to have different bacteria in our, in our guts compared to each other. And so, yeah, some people have smellier ones, unfortunately. <laughs> what was the most disgusting, gross thing that you learned while researching this book? There's actually a crab that is, gets infected by this kind of... Um, a parasite which lays its eggs inside the crab and then the crab bursts open and releases the parasite it's pretty gross so a lot of the, i was doing a, um, research about um how different animals reproduce and this parasite uses a crab to reproduce it's pretty gross that's disgusting because all the parasite is then going to do is do it all over again. Like, there's no yeah. point to it. It's just yeah. it's just d blowing one crab up and then going into another, surely. Exactly. And that's it. It's really sad for the crabs, obviously. Oh, I, I've got one last disgusting question, if you can answer it. Um, and this is awful. Why is poo, like, green and brown? Why is it not purple and, and pink? Oh, I don't know. It's probably, again, it's due to the different... Um, bacteria in the guts to do with the food that's kind of being broken down yeah 
Green poo? I've not seen green poo before. I <laughs> guess it depends what you're eating. Listen, seriously, in this book, if you've enjoyed a little bit of poo chat, you can turn to page 155 and you've got a nice diagram of all the different shapes and sizes they come in, which is revolting but brilliant. Uh, listen, it's been an absolute treat to chat to Paul Ian Cross. The new book is Bodies, Brains and Bogies. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, everyone. I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! Okay, there are loads and loads of brilliant books coming out because September, October, November is prime time for brand new books. I can tell you that for free. First up is Kieran Larwood and the Tree Keepers. Now, Liska in this book lives in Arborven. This is a city surrounding an extraordinary tree that gives all those living there special powers. As a shapeshifter, Liska is training as a warrior but when she discovers that the tree is under threat, it's her duty to act. Now, I know that a lot of people are big Kieran Larwood fans, so go and check that one out. We've also heard from Helen and Duggan, who I'm pretty sure has been on Fun Kids before, and her brand new book, The Light Thieves. Okay, so in the book, you're asked the question, who would you trust to save the world? A boy or a billionaire? The Earth has shifted on its axis and a mysterious dark mark has appeared on the sun. The whole world is in peril, but... Billionaire tech genius Howard Hansom has a plan. I don't know whether I trust him. I'm not too sure whether I do trust billionaire tech geniuses. I'll have to read the book to find out a little bit more about that one. And finally, a book you're going to love. It's called The Book of Stolen Dreams by David Farr. It's a big debut from David and it is all about Rachel and Robert. They live in a grey, dreary life under the rule of the cruel Charles Malstain. But when their librarian father enlists their help to steal a forbidden book, they're plunged into an adventure. With their father captured, it's up to Rachel and Robert to uncover the secrets of the Book of Stolen Dreams and to track down its mysteriously missing final page to save their dad. Now, if you're thinking, Bex, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it does. And I've got the introduction right here. I thought I'd read it for you because I reckon you're going to love it. So here we go. This is the Book of Stolen Dreams by David Farr. If you're reading this book, or if someone is reading it to you, you will know we're living in strange times. A shadow has passed over the land of Krasnia, and people are afraid. The shadow has a name. It is President Charles Malstain. He came from nowhere, and now he's in control of everything. You cannot fight him, not if you value your life. You cannot persuade him, not if you value your tongue. You can only stay and suffer or flee. Look up! High in the night sky, there is a great silver airship. The airship is heading west over the ocean. It's called the Pegasus. It is taking desperate fugitives away from Krasnia, from the cruel control of Charles Malstain, to the welcoming arms of a foreign city, Port Clement. Look closer, through the windows, into the airship's first-class compartments. Those sad, lonely faces... They are leaving loved ones behind. Will they ever see them again? Now, move your gaze lower. Down through the shadows, past steel girders and ladders, 
to the second-class deck. It is open to the winds and it's bitterly cold. A single lantern at each corner barely produces a glow to ease the darkness. Thin grey blankets drape over thinner shoulders. Hats are thrust down over ears. Look closer still. Can you see a figure standing alone on that far corner, looking out into the night? A girl! She is 12 years old. She is skinny, she has dark hair and a freckled nose. She has fingerless gloves, carries a strangely elegant small travelling bag, and she wears a worn woolen coat, under which is a red checked shirt, a grey jumper and trousers that seem more likely to belong to a boy. Her black leather shoes are a size too big and could do with a clean. And now look, there is another figure approaching her across the deck. Oh no, is she in danger? The man is slight, dressed in a shabby suit that no longer fits him. In his left hand, he carries a battered violin case wrapped in a blanket. And unless Rachel Klein is very much mistaken, he seems to have a penguin on his head. There you go. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? That is the intro to the book of Stolen Dreams by David Farr. Go and check it out. Also, I want to give a shout out to Robin Stevens. Now, you may know Robin from her Murder Most Unladylike series. Well, she's got a brand new series kicking off very soon. And I got sent a proof copy of the book this week. The book is called The Ministry of Unladylike Activity. And if you're wondering what a proof is, it's kind of like a copy of the book that nobody has seen before. It's got, it hasn't got any illustrations in yet. It's maybe even got some mistakes still in there. It's basically never going to be sold in the shops and I've got my mitts on it, so I can't wait to give it a read. In other news, I'm going to be at the Edinburgh Book Festival on Tuesday, the 30th of August. So if you're listening to this before that day and you're in Edinburgh, come and say hello. I'm going to be chatting to Serena Patel. I'm going to be talking to the gang from the Beano. And I'm going to be having a lovely time just basically wandering around. Come and say hi. And that is pretty much it from the podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening to Bookworms. Remember all of those recommendations I've given you, the Tree Keepers, the Light Thieves and the Book of Stolen Dreams. And big thank you to Dan and the author Paul Cross as well. I'll be back super soon. Goodbye. Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading!